Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Alhamdulillahirrabbilalamin. Wassalatu wassalamu ala sidina Muhammad wa ala alihi wa ashabihi. Wa man tabi'ahum wa walahum bi ihsani ila yawmidin wa ba'd. Sepatutnya ulama ikram, sepatutnya ulama ikram, sepatutnya ulama ikram, Nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam ascended the member. And when he took the first step, Rabbi radiyallahu ta'ala anhum heard him saying, Amin. And when he went on to the second step of the member, again, Sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he said, Amin. And when he went on to the third step of the member, again, he said, Amin. So Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam had completed his sermon and he came down from the member. Then the sahaba radiallahu ta'ala anhum asked him, Ya Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, Today we have heard you saying something, we have seen you doing something which we never saw you doing before. When you went to the first step of the member, you said, Amin. Second step of the member, Amin. Third step, Amin. Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam explained to them that when I went on to the first step, then Jibreel alayhi salatu was salam appeared before me and he said, Woe to that person, may that person, which person? That person who the month of Ramadan comes and the person acts carelessly, he acts recklessly, He is not careful and during the month of Ramadan, he does not secure forgiveness from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. He made the dua and I said, Ameen. Then when I went on to the second step, he made another dua. Jibreel alayhi salatu wasalam said, Woe to that person who your name, Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam, is mentioned in front of him. And that person does not send salutations upon Nabi sallallahu alayhi wasallam. Let us read the root, Allahumma salli wa sallim wa barik alayhi. He made the dua and I said, Ameen. And when I went on to the third step, then he made another dua. He said, woe to that person. May that person be deprived of Allah's mercy. Who? That person who finds either one of his parents or both of his parents in old age and through failure to serve them does not acquire Jannah. He made the dua and I said, Amin. So my dear brothers, we have to analyze this hadith. Who is making the dua? It is not any normal person. It is not any normal mortal, but rather it is Jibreel alayhi salatu wasalam. We know we go to our pious and we request du'as from our pious. Why? Because they stay away from sins and because of staying away from sins, they become close to Allah Ta'ala and the du'as are accepted very, very quickly. Here we are talking about an angel. An angel does not disobey Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala even for, a, for, even for a second. And this is not any normal angel. This is the chief of all angels. Allah Ta'ala calls in Quran, Ar-Ruhul Amin, the trustworthy angel. That angel who was entrusted by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to bring wa'i from the skies to Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. So he is making the dua. And who is saying Amin to the dua? Our master Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. So we have no doubt in our minds that this dua will definitely be accepted by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So these three things we have to be very, very careful. We have to pay special attention to them. That we do not fall under the curse of Jibreel alayhi salatu wasalam. Our ulama mentioned that why these three things? Because if you examine it, these three things are easy ways to connect to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. They are easy things to become close to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The month of Ramadan is the month of forgiveness, the month of, the month of maghfirah, the month of securing Uh, immunity from the fire of Jahannam. Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is our muhsin, the one who has done a lot of good of us. No human being has done more good for us than Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. So, 
Quran tells us, if you want to become close to Allah, you want Allah's love, then you follow the way of Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And our parents are easy, an easy way for a person to connect and become close to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. A jannat lies under the feet of our mothers. The pleasure of Allah ta'ala lies in the pleasure of our parents. So these are three easy ways for a person to connect with Allah, become close to Allah. So a person is neglectful, he's unmindful, he's careless regarding these three things, then he falls under the curses of Jibreel alayhi salatu wasalam, to which Nabi sallallahu alayhi wasallam said, Ameen. So my dear brothers, the first thing and the thing that pertains to us currently is the first dua made by Jibreel alayhi salatu wasalam, that woe to that person. May that person be deprived of the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala who the month of Ramadan comes. The person sees the month of Ramadan but the person acts, acts recklessly, he acts carelessly and he does not secure forgiveness from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. My dear brothers, I do not think, I think that many of us do not realize what really is the value of, what is the value and the significance of the month of Ramadan. With 11 year, 11 months of the year, we are neglectful, we are unmindful, we are heedless of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and of the commands of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But there's one month every year Allah gives us to reconnect with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, to realign with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, to come back to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and come back to taking heed of the commands of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. During this month, without us even realizing, we are going through rigorous spiritual exercise and a person many people become so mindful of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that a person let alone the haram the haram things in the month of Ramadan a person becomes so mindful so alert of the commands of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that a person makes wudu and after making wudu there are few droplets left in his mouth which throughout the year the person will not be bothered about it. There's few droplets of water in his mouth. But now the person is so alert, so mindful of Allah's commands, at this time they realize these few droplets of water are in my mouth and they are not allowed to go down my throat. I'm fasting and the person will go and spit out these few droplets of water. This is how mindful a person becomes of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and the commands of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala during this month of Ramadan. So to attain the maqfidat of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in this month, we have to be very, very careful. We have to be spe- special attention to the month and the significance of the month. That is why we find that the people of us, in fact, Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam hadith shari mentions that kan Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam will exert himself in the month of Ramadan in a way that he would not exert himself in the other months of the year. And we find the sahaba and the pious people, they will really exert themselves in the month of Ramadan some of them making 60 khatams of Quran, some of them 100 khatams of Quran in the month, some of them will not sleep in the nights of Ramadan, spend the entire nights of Ramadan, every night of Ramadan in the ibadah of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. My dear brothers, we have to realize and accept that that was a different time. Those people were different, those people were built differently, they were another breed. We have to accept that at that time, the, the mahal and the environment was conducive to deen. Allah knows our weaknesses. Allah knows us. We're living in a time which is very, very difficult for us. And Allah, we will never be able to match those people. 60 khatams and 100 khatams of Ramadan. Allah knows, illa, mashallah, you may get a few. But most of us will not be able to match that. What do we have to do in the month of Ramadan? 
In fact, not only in the month of Ramadan, but in our deen, what is required of us in this day and age is to get back to the basics. Back to the basics. I'm sure many of you will recall saying on many occasions he would say that in this day and age, if a person just has to do the faraid, what he has to do, and he has to stay away from all type of wrongs, without any extra tahajjud, without any extra dhikr, this person becomes the sage of the time just by getting the basics right. So in the month of Ramadan, what do we have to do? We just have to get the basics right. And what are the basics of the month of Ramadan? There are five basics of the month of Ramadan. The first thing, my dear brothers, the first basic of the month of Ramadan is that we have to approach the month of Ramadan with the right mindset. We must not take the fasting, not take the taraweeh as some sort of task that we have to complete, some sort of job that we have to do, and some sort of burden is upon our shoulders. Rather, we have to understand and tell ourselves that the month of Ramadan, the fasting, the taraweeh, uh, the, the tilawat of Quran and the rest of it, this is a ni'mat, a mercy from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, a great ni'mat from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for us to reconnect with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. When a person has his mindset in this way, that this is, I'm doing this not because it's a burden, but rather it is a mercy from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, then the, the person's entire demeanor, his entire mindset is very, very different now. But when he does his job as a task, then everything becomes difficult for him. You know, we have a person who's hired, a nanny, who's hired to look after a child. Now that nanny, because the child is not her child, she has no love for the child, it's a job. So everything the child does will irritate, the child does will irritate this nanny. And it will bother this nanny. How many times you read articles about people, who, women and nannies who are beating up children in crashes because the child missed itself or the child did something wrong and that person will beat up the child. Why? This is not my child and this is a job I'm doing and every small thing irritates me, everything is a burden for me. So likewise in the month of Ramadan, if we're going to take uh, the fasting as a burden, as a job, as a task, then everything will irritate us. Now the day is too long. Today was too hot. Today the half is up, took five minutes extra in Istarawi, then that will irritate us and bother us. But when we realize that this is a mercy from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, huh? one is the nanny and one is the mother. Uh, the mother, her own child, who she loves the child, a true mother, who loves her child, who has time for a child. The mother may have fasted the entire day. The mother may have been very, very sick. And she may have had a long day. And the child wake up in the late part of the night. And that mother happily will get out of bed. And happily she will pick up her child. She will kiss her child. She will embrace her child. And she begin to suckle her child. Why? This is not a job. This is not a task. I'm doing it out of the love of, of the child. Likewise, when we will do our fasting, our taraweeh, our tilawat of Quran, not as a burden, not as a task, Parad out the love of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Then now this will become a very, very different ball game. And things will become very, very different. So my dear, my dear brothers, the first thing is that we have to adopt the right mindset in the month of Ramadan. That is why we find, sometimes we ask the Christian, that a person in the month of Ramadan, he fasted, mashallah, he read all his taraweeh, salah, he read, and he made tilawat of Quran, he managed one, two khatams in the month of Ramadan. But as soon as the, the crescent of shawwal is sighted, this person goes back to his own way, old way of life. Why? How come? It's because the mindset is not right. Because he sees Ramadan as a job, as a task. And now the job is done, and the task is done, and now I have ticked that box, and now I can go back to my old way of life. Like a person who's hired, 
of hired by a certain company. And the business policy, the, the policy is that no smoking is allowed on this premises. So the person will come to work in the morning and he'll abstain from smoking, not because he wants to, because this is part of the job. And this is the policy of my business, of, of the job. And the person will still be craving the cigarette. He's staying away from the cigarettes, not because he wants to, but he has to. Because it's a job. That person, as soon as he sets foot out of his business premises after working hours, immediately that person will reach for his pocket, pull out his cigarette and light his cigarette. Why? Because the job is over now. So likewise, if the person mindset is like this before, towards the fasting, as soon as Ramadan is over, the person will go back to his old way of life. And may Allah save us, may give us something that person at work, the craving for that cigarette is too much. So the person may slip into the toilet and go and have a cigarette. Likewise, sometimes it may happen, my dear because we see fasting as a task, we don't see it as a mercy, and we're not doing out the love of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. In the month of Ramadan, 10 days will go, now the person will say, this is too much. Uh, staying away from sin now too much, 10 days is too much for me. And the person in the month of Ramadan, may Allah save us, will go back to sinning in the month of Ramadan. So my dear brothers, this fasting, this tarawih, and likewise, all our acts of ibadah, we don't do it because it's a task and a burden, we do it out of the love of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Like a person who comes, uh, for example, Asr Salah was at 5 o'clock, and the person came to the, to, to the masjid at 5 to 5, and then he realizes that now, that namaz time has changed to Korapas 5. So the person now who sees it as a job, they say longer working hours. And no one likes longer working hours. So the person says, oh, I have to wait now 20 minutes for namaz. And once the person brings out the love of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, our beloved Ustad and Sheikh, Azim Abdul Haq Maktasab says, what a person is beating, Aaj mehboob ne mujhe jaldi bulaya. Today, my beloved Allah ta'ala called me early to the masjid. Today he called me early to the masjid. So if we do our actions out the love of Allah ta'ala, not as a job and a task and a burden, but out of the love of Allah Ta'ala, then everything becomes easy. So that is the first thing, my dear brother, the month of Ramadan. The first basic of the month of Ramadan is approach the month of Ramadan, the right mindset. This is not a job, a task, a burden, but it's a great mercy and a ni'mat of Allah Ta'ala, which happily and very lovingly we fulfill. Is that we have to.